Welcome to the Ultimate Dentist Podcast. Join us to hear success stories of various individuals and learn clinical and life hacks to help you become the ultimate dentist. Hi everyone, I hope you are all doing great. In this episode, I'm going to discuss about briefly articulator. Now, when we discuss about articulator, we can go down into really deep uh, rabbit hole and, you know, you can spend hours and hours discussing about different types of articulator, evaluation of uh, articulator, evolution of articulator, how, how they were created and everything. However, as per all the episodes, I want to keep, keep this short and simple uh, and give you some tips as to what type of articulator you should be looking um, into buying. So before we start, let's look at why and when you would like to use an articulator uh, or you'd like to assess the articulated model. Um, one of the advantage of mounting, one of the reason you would want to mount models on articulator is for assessment of occlusion either in patients existing ICP to check the guidance, uh, non-working side contact, because sometimes when patients in the mouth, it's difficult to assess working and non-working side contacts or guidance. Um, so you may want to mount model to assess it properly. One of the things you can't see in patient's mouth, which you can see on an articulation model is a lingual view of the whole mouth when teeth are closed or moving. Because you turn the articulation, you can look at from the from behind of the mouth, and that's something you cannot ever view inside the mouth. So first, of, first reason you may mount, mount, would like to mount the model is diagnosis. The other reason you would want to mount model is restoration reason. So especially full mouth reconstruction cases, we must mount models. You, if you want to do even dal where you're doing anterior reconstruction, I would suggest you mount model and do a diagnostic wax off whenever you're changing guidance. So even if you're doing an anterior crown, let's say upper right one or upper left one or upper two or three crowns, anterior crowns, you want to mount model so that technician either incorporate or do not incorporate anterior or protrusive guidance but whatever technician does, it will be intentional. So you may you need to dictate to our uh, technician, please incorporate uh, protrusive guidance using disease teeth. Or if, let's say, you're doing a post and core crown on upper right ones, then you may want to tell technician that you want only light contact in ICP on that crown and you do not want any protrusive guidance and you should be using the rest of the teeth. Uh, to use protrusive guidance unless all of them are post and co-crown then you need to distribute the load but um, if you want technician to incorporate that guidance then you need to make sure that the models are articulated so you know it's much more accurate so when you are changing guidance even when you're using trying to use canine risers i.e not changing any ovd but just simply steepening the lateral guidance, I personally would mount the model, do the wax up, and use a stem technique to, to transfer that wax up into patient's mouth. However, you could do direct um, buildup of canine as well, but I prefer to be in control, and that's why I mount model and do it that way. Whenever you have posterior and saddle cases, so if you have, let's say, upper right and lower right, sixes and sevens are missing 
and you are restoring let's say upper right four and five then you want to probably mount model because the hand articulating models would be very difficult for technician and sometime because there is lack of posterior support model may not be stable so although you may use interocclusal record any small discrepancy can get magnified and because of that you may want to use articulator especially when you're restoring sevens when you restore seven or last standing tooth it is very important to use articulator for denture fabrication as well because creating balanced occlusion is tricky and because of that it may make sense to uh, articulate model uh, articulate model and then you, you make them do a denture fabrication for maintenance reasons so if you are making michigan splint you want articulated models so you can make michigan splint in cr so these are the reasons you may want to use articulated models now let's look at what different types of articulators available to us you have non-adjustable articulator which is class one articulator which is also called hinged articulators now they are very primitive and you can just open and close um, in one single hinge it does not replicate jaw movement at all but that's what most of the technician would use if you are doing um, still analog crowns and you are doing less a single tooth crown with a bound and saddle most of the technician use this type of articulator then you have a non-adjustable articulator which is class 2 where you can have a component which is a horizontal and vertical and you can adjust that up to certain extent however it's still not the same exact replica as the human mouth so it's very far away from it now we are coming into semi-adjustable articulators. Now semi-adjustable articulators are divided into two different articulators. You have an Archon articulator and you have non-Archon articulator. The Archon articulator is usually what you are more familiar with, which is DNR Mark II semi-adjustable articulator, where you have, uh, you know, you can change condyle inclination from anything between um, six zero to 60 degrees you can change immediate size shift from anything between zero to four millimeter and you can change the progressive size shift between five to 15 degree angle so there are there are various options available to you uh, when you use semi-adjustable articulator the some of the articulators will also allow you to change the condyler distance intercondylar distance however most of the time is fixed to 110 millimeter now in this um, category you have another small category which is called dinar automark and this automark is like a semi-adjustable articulator but you can't adjust anything so it's a fixed they have fixed um, inclination so you have 25 degree condylar inclination zero degree immediate side shift and seven degrees progressive side shift now this is set you cannot change it however this is the most common setting i use whenever i use even semi-adjustable articulator so you know because this is the most commonly used settings they made this articulator to again make it slightly cheaper the cost of this articulator is almost half 
of the cost of semi-adjustable articulator. And but the the assessment or the um, adjustment is already done for you, and you don't you can't change it. But they are mo most commonly used adjustments. With regards to um, non-arcon articulators, the condyles is with the upper component, and then you have a glenoid fossa in the lower component. Now they are less um, utilized in dental practices with the restorative techniques. However, technicians tend to use them the most, and they tend to use them for fabrication of dentures, partial dentures or complete dentures, because they are easy to use, easy to manipulate when you are doing wax-ups uh, on the dentures. So, so some of the technicians would use non-arcon articulator for that. Then you have fully adjustable articulator, which means you can adjust every single thing. You can adjust the intercondylar distance, you can adjust the um, immediate side shift, condyle inclination to whichever in inclination you want, immediate side shift, progressive side shift. So you can adjust a lot of things if you are using fully adjustable articulator. And that is considered to be a gold standard. The issues with all three articulators the first one is the non-adjustable articulator as you would have imagined that you know the these articulators are nowhere near close to what the, the jaw joint look like so you will have much more discrepancies when you are mounting model in non-adjustable articulator if you use semi-adjustable articulators study have shown that you will still have to adjust your restoration uh, around um, 80 around anything between 40 to 80 percent of the time so it's still a huge because they are semi-adjustable articulator um, they are assuming a lot of stuff and you may not have the 100 percent rate of success but they will be definitely better much better than non-adjustable articulator then you would have your um, fully adjustable articulator with regards to fully adjustable articulator the adjustment rate is less than five percent and so it is it is obviously the most reliable articulator when it comes to adjustment however the problem with fully adjustable articulator is very time consuming it's expensive and the when when this you say you assess the adjustment you need to make on your restoration you still might end up adjusting your restoration so it i personally do not use fully adjustable articulator because um, I feel that uh, it doesn't give value for money with the time and the, the amount of money you need to charge to patient. Um, and that's why for me, I use semi-adjustable articulator. Um, and if you are just starting out, I would recommend use Automark, Dinar Automark, which has a fixed value. And because even if you use semi-adjustable articulator, you need to know how to adjust those settings and when and why you should adjust those settings. And most of the time, you can get away even when you're doing full mouth reconstruction with 25 degree condyle inclination, zero millimeters immediate side shift, seven degrees progressive side shift. You can get away with doing any case using that set, those settings. So I would recommend if you're just starting out and if you want to buy an articulator, then start with Dina Automark. And then if you need another articulator, maybe jump up to uh, using Mark II Dina Articulator. These are my two go-to 
articulators when it comes to doing restoration. Now, what do you need? What things do you need when it comes to uh, mounting models? So first of all, you need to have faceable record. If you are mounting model on a semi-adjustable articulator or fully adjustable, you need to have a Facebook record. Now, for fully adjustable, you need a kinematic Facebook, which is, again, um, much more complex to use. So for semi-adjustable articulator, we use DNR slide-matic uh, Facebook for DNR articulator. Now, if you're using cable, you need you need to use the Facebooks which goes with that articulator. So you need to make sure but um, I practice in UK and UK, most of the technician, if they use articulator, then they would have DNR articulator with them. So um, DNR slide metric face, well, that's what I use in order to record the position of the maxillary jaw into the articulator. Now, we need to, once the maxillary jaw is mounted using phase one and articulator, we now need to use mandibular models. Um, we need to mount mandibular models in relation with the maxillary model. Now, if you are mounting in ICP, and if you can hand mount, hand mount the model, which means if you put both, if you can put upper and lower both models together in your hand, and they are stable, then you don't need any bite registration material. You literally um, tilt the upper model backwards, uh, in the sense that put it on the bench. Uh, phasing up and then you put the upper model onto the uh, sorry lower model onto the upper model and then mount the lower component of the articulator and that's more than enough studies have shown that if you put a bite registration material when you can hand articulate models you may leave some discrepancy which means the model may not seat completely so you need to be aware of it not to use bite registration material with unnecessarily but if the model is unstable or if you're mounting want to mount model in CR, now CR, centric relation, is tooth apart rela relation. So when you capture that relation, teeth are not in contact. So you can't really hand articulate them. And that's why you need some sort of a medium to capture that position of two jaws. Uh, and most likely it's a bite registration material or Moico Beauty Wax. If the space is thick enough you can use bite registration material because it will be thick enough for you to use it'll be rigid make sure it's rigid if you if you sort of try and flex the bite registration material if it's not breaking it's not rigid enough so you want it to be really solid rigid, rigid which you can really cut uh, using blade um, so you want to use bite registration material only when you are mount, want to mount model in CR or when the models are not stable. You can't mount it with the hand. So in conclusion, make sure that you do use articulator. If you have sent, let's say, if you don't have your own articulator, but you want your technician to mount models on an articulator, make sure that once they're mounted models, ask them to send everything back to you including your um, Lucia jig, uh, bite registration records, and um, 
you can you you can then assess in your clinic even though you don't have articulator if you ask a technician to send the articulator they will send you articulator and you assess them once you assess those articulator you can then guide technician as to what kind of height you want to increase uh, if the pin setting is different you want to change any setting of the pin so you can make sure that you uh, give patient uh, technician appropriate advice so as i said articulator is a must tool if you are if want to assess occlusion if you're doing full mouth reconstruction it could be now digital articulation this is something we haven't discussed much uh, in this podcast because digital articulation is still in their infancy at the moment although many technicians claim that you can get really accurate results it is very much dependent on um person who is handling that articulator so sometime um you can get really uh, good articulation when you're using digital articulation but sometime it's not possible to get good and then you get much wider discrepancy so you need to be very careful and at this stage um it is very subjective it's depend on which technician who's using it and how they're using this articulator so i hope you found this episode useful if you have any question feel free to contact me using my facebook group called full mouth reconstruction for gdps or email me at info@drdevangpatel.com at and i will see you in the next episode